Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic. So right after the break here, we're going to get into, is there a paid side to this? And how do we actually do it? We'll get a little bit more into the retargeting aspect, but can't be all organic or can it? We'll get back into that right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. And I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right, welcome back to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. We're here with, well, with nobody. It's just me and Kasim. <laughs> it's just me and Ralph. Kasim is somebody, but what Kasim was talking about is, we really do have to think about this better. I don't like the digital herpes presence. The ubiquity, the ubiquitous presence, how to create a ubiquitous presence online. Easy for me to say. And that's what we're talking about here. So we've talked about retargeting first, content second. And I haven't heard much in the way of the content that's created, that's the base foundation for the whole super system. Is it all organic or are you throwing some of that onto paid? Like, what's your sense there? Obviously, the retargeting is paid. You know, all those networks, which 
By the way, just for our listeners, say again what the networks are that you use for retargeting. They are Google, of course, and that Google includes YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, obviously, Twitter, Taboola, Outbrain, Reddit, AdRoll. And we have a TikTok account, but we're not actually running ads on TikTok yet. I think my CTO is still trying to figure that out. Not running remarketing ads on TikTok, I should say. So that's our, and there might be a couple of other, like, you know, on, on the, the prefaces, but those are the big ones. If you, honestly, if you got Google and Facebook, you got 90% of the traffic that's out there. So go build remarketing campaigns today for your high, higher quality traffic. And a toddler can do it. Like, they make it so easy. And all that together, that's seven or eight platforms, maybe even nine, depending on how widespread you want to go. But dude, it costs me no money. What do you spend? No money. Less than a thousand bucks a month. If you know, I I go really aggressive with my Google remarketing, so that's probably not fair, but across all the other channels combined, it's less than a thousand a month. You know, I think my Taboola bill is like eighty dollars a month and I'm maxing it out. You know, my Reddit bill is like twenty bucks a month and I'm maxing it out. But people see me everywhere and they see me within the contexts that they trust most. If you're a hardcore Redditor and you see somebody on Reddit, like that's a big deal. Even if you don't, even if you don't think so, it's a good subliminal hit because your guard is down when you're inside. Like if you, if you're a wall street journal person and my ad shows up on wall street journal, even though you psychologically understand that, okay, this is space that wall street journal is carved out for somebody else. They're inserting their ads. I still get that neuroassociative conditioning that you don't even realize I'm getting. So I like being where other people go as opposed to just in front of them they want, when they want to see me. Yeah. You're authoritative by positioning. Right. By location, by proximity to something that, you know, they, they whether or not they understand digital advertising or understand, you know, that that's probably the Google Display Network or maybe it's Outbrain or Taboola, doesn't really matter. Your right. face is right next to Oprah on Oprah.com if that's where they're seen. If yeah, that's but, what is important. It's an immediate credibility boost. It still is to this day, even if people understand what's going on. And I think at this point with privacy, a lot of people do. 10 years right. ago, they didn't really get it. But I think today it's a much more educated consumer, but it's still, it is that neuroassociative conditioning, like you mentioned. Oh, dude, I forgot one of the repurposed channels. Podcasts. We take our YouTube videos and we, we repurpose three videos a week into three podcast episodes a week. I I have another podcast called the Google ads podcast. It's nothing but my YouTube videos repurposed. And I'm getting, I think at last count, and I'm sure it's up from this, but I think I'm getting 10,000 downloads a week and it's already hitting charts. And it's, it's just a repurposed YouTube video. Like this one hour gives me so much fodder across every possible network you can imagine. Sorry, I just forgot to mention that. So we can move to the, the, the paid because this is where this is where I fail a little bit. I've, I've put some money behind my Twitter following because I wanted to grow my Twitter following because it was just kind of pathetic. We put some money behind our YouTube videos, of course. That's actually the bulk of my leads right now are coming from YouTube. I've put $0 behind any of our organic posting on any other social platform. And I should probably be doing what Dennis Yu was talking about. Dennis has his dollar a day thing. He takes the post and he puts a buck a day behind it just for a couple of days, just to get it juiced up. And I, I haven't done it, honestly, Ralph, just because I don't have a system for it yet. But I, I should be taking, if not every post, maybe look back the week prior and take like the highest performing post for that week and just put 20 bucks behind it and see how right. much lift I can get. Right. So in the, in the podcast case, it is, is the same content divided the into three content. different segments or it's... 
Like what is no. it? Because I know you guys do like a Friday session, which isn't part of this, but, or is it that Friday live cut into three different segments? It's one full video. So you take a 10 minute video and sometimes the videos are a little bit longer, but you take one full YouTube video. So start to finish. And that's a podcast episode. Ah, okay. Yeah. And in my podcast, my podcast episodes tend to be, you know, not nearly as long as they are in perpetual traffic. They're kind of just quick hitters, but I've got some really solid engagement out of that podcast because there's way more people that listen to podcasts, especially on a regular basis, than will travel and stay on a YouTube channel. I, I think to the, and I'm making this up right now. It's actually, I'm, it's coming from a, a Joe Rogan episode I watched. He, he was saying, you know, if I get a million views on my, on my YouTube channel, I'll get 50 million views on my podcast. And, and I've, I've seen that from other thought leaders. Podcasts are just, they're just so sticky and so easy. And I've got a great podcast producer who does a really good job at pushing everything out. Thank you, Hector. And he does all the repurposing and all the titling and all the description on my behalf. So, you know, it's again, it's set it and forget it for me. That's the key. If you have to post yourself, you're going to stop. You're going to forget. You're going to get bored, especially as a founder. Go build a system. And now all you have to do is one hour a week. And what's nice is if I don't do that hour a week, I've got employees that are sitting in twiddle of thumbs. You know, that pisses me off. So I've got to make sure that I actually get it done. There's, there's a nice little amount of pressure. You know, I'll plan ahead for it. I'm going to Toronto this Friday for an event. And I'm making sure that I'm getting my content in before I go for the event. Yeah, it becomes, it becomes a bit more urgent when you do have folks standing around or sitting around waiting for your content to be created. So when it comes to content, you guys were, you guys were doing a, a video a day on your YouTube channel. This is not that this is completely separate. Those, if you haven't been to the solutions, eight YouTube channel is really good just to begin with, but this is a separate thing. This is a separate, you know, we've talked to Tom breeze about how you actually create a YouTube following. And obviously you guys have been able to build that up super relevant, especially now with all the stuff with performance max, but this is separate than that. Right. Correct. This is, this is kind of the one and done, get it out. Our, our YouTube channel, you know, the last 90 days or so I've been so busy. I haven't really produced as much YouTube content as I would have liked, but you'll see videos that are dedicated to a specific topic and, and they're 20, 30, 40 minutes long. I, I'm doing those ad hoc. What mm -hmm. I'm telling you how to do here, this template, is if you wanted to do everything and you wanted to do it as easy as possible while still providing value, this is the way to do it. Yeah, and one day a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so in, in addition to that, like, of, of course, you have to have the content. You have to have something that's useful, relevant, helpful to a certain degree. And if you're if a business... If you don't right have now, that, you shouldn't be in business. You know, like, I don't care what you do. If you could be a mechanic or, or a handyman or a refrigerator prepare person, or I don't care what you do. If you don't have the ability to talk for one hour a week about the value you provide, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing, you know, and I don't care how simple that business is. You could wash windows for a living. You know, there's, there's, there's high rises and there's East West exposure and there's, oh, you're on McDonald mountain. So you get more dust and, oh, you know, you, you're in a more urban area and you have this window or double pane. Like there's so much to talk about with every industry in existence. If you can't talk for an hour a week on the thing that you do, you don't do it well enough or you're not going basic enough. That's the other thing is it doesn't have to be high level, blow your mind content. Sometimes people need the basics. Here's how you get started. Go look up. I, 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 we bought a house recently that has a pool, which I promised myself I'd never do. But in Arizona, it's hard to find houses without pools. And I was, I was having such a hard time 
finding a guy to service my pool. I was like, I am just going to do this myself. And I went onto YouTube and you would not believe Ralph, the hundreds, if not thousands of people producing content on how to keep your pool up. This is a service that you can get somebody to do for 150 bucks a month. And yet there's video after video after video after video after video. You know, here's what you do when you get the mold in the, the, the molding and you take the, the stick and you, you know, scrub it off. And here's the way that we skim left to right, not right to left, because whatever, like it's such, and I'm not trying to diminish the, the job of the pool cleaner, like God bless them. And we ended up paying somebody because I had the patience for it for about two days. It's a chemistry project really. But the fact that an offering that simple could justify the, what must be a million hours worth of content on YouTube, you can't tell me, I don't care who you are, listener, you can't tell me that there's not an hour worth, worth of, uh, a week worth of content on your, on your topic. I guess you just made my point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to be mean. No, but my, my question was going to be, which is great that you answered it the way that you did, is what if you can't think of stuff to talk about? Well, go this, YouTube your competitors. This is a, this is exactly it. Yeah. What are they talking this is about? Exactly it. Go. Oh, and you know what? One of my favorite sites is, by the way, if I'm ever stuck, I go to Answer the Public. Answerthepublic.com. And when you go to Answer the Public, you can type in any keyword. So I type in chocolate. And Answer the Public gives me this these mind maps. And there's like 50 of them. And it shows you every question that everybody's ever asked based off of the questions, the, the prepositions, the comparisons in alphabetical order as it relates to other things. Why is chocolate white? Who invented chocolate? What chocolate is good and what chocolate is bad? What goes well with chocolate? Where does chocolate come from? Where does chocolate milk come from? How is chocolate made? Where are the chocolate hills located? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, I, I, you know, I'm reading you just the tip of the iceberg here, man. Like You can't not come up with content if you're really, if you're really working. And what ends up happening too, and this actually happens to me a lot, as I go throughout my week, I have these ideas. I'm like, oh, I've got to include that in my video. And I've just got a little, I've got a, I like Gmail drafts. I've got these Gmail drafts that I save for myself just because they're there forever. And I'll, I'll add notes in my Gmail draft and then I, I send it to myself. And so I've got this little email that comes up and it's like, hey, Cosmo, here's everything you can talk about. I just did plumbing on Answer the Public. And there's 70 videos, potentially. Right. <laughs> right. So... It, you can't tell me. And I'm thinking of the guys, like the guys I used to hang out with at BNI. I always go back to that experience. And we've talked about it way too much here. It's like, they're like, ah, I don't know what to say. Like I had a personal injury lawyer, an electrician, a builder, and a plumber. Well, like, yeah, they've got, I mean, how many things could you possibly talk about or teach in if you're an electrician? An hour a week, six things you can talk about. So, if you're thinking to yourself that you don't have anything to say, the question is, is do you really not have anything to say? Right. And I think some of this actually, we, when we have folks on this show, like, Oh, what am I going to talk about? Like, well, you can always go back to the basics. And I think you there is always go back to the basics. That's where you should start. Absolutely. And you should reiterate the basics in a new and different way. Right. When Molly was, was here on this show, I always just say like, you, you always go back to things that I know and I understand, like when we were really talking about Facebook ads, but she said it in a different way and it made me think about it in a different way. It's the same kind of thing like when we talk on this show, like here we are today. It's like you're talking about doing this strategy. Yeah, we do it a little bit differently, but it's like how much can I learn? You're going to learn so much 
just from the basics. You're going to pick up all those things. So if you think that what you're talking about is, is too basic, then you're probably, you're onto something. If you say that's too simple, that's where you start. Right. Right. Like, you know, you, you talk about Google ads, like what is a Google ad? Right. Like you could do that. <laughs> you could go yeah. that basic like that. Like we have, a, we have a video series on business and it's like, what's the purpose of business? What is the purpose of business? Well, Extreme it's profit. Uh, yeah. In, in, in my case, I'm talking about profit. So the idea is like what, what profit is and just explaining what profit is. And we put that on TikTok and it's got like 5,000 likes. It's like, what is profit? How more basic can you get? It has nothing to do with advertising. But the point is, it's like that is a good base for you and just getting it done and getting it out there and maybe not doing it all that high production. And I think that's a big takeaway from what you're talking about. I love your videos because you get right into the content. There's no bumper. There's no production. There's no, you know, and some of the, you know, the shorts and the reels and the, and on TikToks, like do quick cuts and there is some editing that goes along with it. I get that. But in most cases, it's just really, you and a microphone and that's it. Or maybe right. showing what it is that you do with a screen capture. And it's really simple. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we learned from Tom Breeze, Tom's got this great SaaS product coming out that shows you your YouTube engagement across like, you know, I don't know how many dimensions of analysis. It's amazing. Uh, plug for my buddy, Tom. Tom gave me a demo and he showed me every YouTube video I've ever shot. And he shows me where people drop off and where there's a spike in viewers, meaning somebody shared it, but shared it with the time code. Every time I share my screen, I get a spike in views. Every time. And every time I stop sharing my screen, they drop. They don't want to see my face. They want to see the screen, which makes sense. They're here to learn Google Ads. Right. So it's those little teeny tiny things that once you kind of pick up on, it's like, oh gosh, I know how to optimize this. The one part to this that I think people are going to be like, all right, that's great. All right, I've overcome the fact that I don't think that I have anything to say because you do. Go to answerthepublic.com. We're going to leave links in the show notes to get everyone kicking and screaming onto this strategy here. It's the editor. It's the EA. How do you get somebody who knows like, oh, that's good. Can you, where do you find them? Do you have to train them? Like, what's your recommendation there? Because there's two trains of thought here. There's the professional videographer who will take a week to, you know, two weeks, three weeks to produce one of these videos. You don't want that. Mm. And probably it comes out like super high production and really good, but that's too long. Well, nobody, and then there's, and nobody will engage with that, but there's the other side where it's too raw and they're re releasing maybe in those snippets and those short segments information that isn't quite relevant or it isn't really hook there's no real hook to it so mm. how do you overcome that do you train the ea to do it do you go out and find them how do you find that person and what are your suggestions there i've got a video on youtube that explains my hiring process i call it the the pareto talent process it's it's about an hour and this is 15 years of tragedy ralph all wrapped up into uh here's how i find the people i find my team and everybody that's ever encountered me or worked with this says that. They're like, where do you find these people? Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. You said that about Julianne, who at the time was my EA. She's now the director of our operations. But like, yeah, Julianne strange. came in when I started Perpetual Traffic and started helping us build out some of the automation and the systems and the follow-up. And it was like, you know, she's just an EA from the Philippines. And I'm using air quotes, by the way. I'm not being dismissive because she's just an EA. But she's like one of the smartest humans I've ever encountered. 
but I pay her well, I treat her well, I'm very respectful. And she solves problems that, you know, high level staff couldn't solve. And I think those people are available and accessible. You don't assume people are going to be stupid just because they're working offshore. They will be if you're paying $400 a month and treating them like cattle. You'll get some dumb people because they're the only ones that are willing to work for you. But if you pay more than anybody's willing to pay and and you position them for success and give them some autonomy, you'll have some issues. You know, Make it iterative. Give them some coaching and some feedback. But I don't think any of the systems that I've described here, I think your average college student could listen to this podcast and build this system for you. And then the question becomes, well, is the average offshore professional more proficient than your average onshore college student? I think the answer is yes. So, you know, hire a really good person, throw them this podcast, say, build that. And then, and then start poorly, expect it to be bad the first month. And then go back and be like, all right, the titles and descriptions sucks. You need to improve on this. Let's get you Jarvis. And you didn't do great with the tweets. Let me show you the things that really appeal to me. You know, like invest a little bit of time in it, but 90 days into this thing, man, you should have a content burning machine. And if none of that works, I'm actually really, really, really tempted to launch an agency that just does this for people. I think I could do that. I think I do that well. So if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, I'd buy that. Let me know. Give me a vote of confidence here and maybe I'll just build the damn thing. And you call it ubiquity.com? Yeah, well, there's already there's already ubiquity agency. I've looked. So I, I think I'm going to have to call it digital herpes now. <laughs> I think you're going to have to get that domain yeah. as soon as we get off the show here. Well, those are those are great. Uh, any tips on where to find those folks? Like, do you where do you where do you fish for them? Do you go? What, what what's your sense? My gal's in the Philippines. If you want Filipino talent, go to onlinejobs.ph. I've had a lot of success recently in Latin America. And for LATAM, go to remoteco.com. And then honestly, and I hate to say this because I hate them so, 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 so much, but LinkedIn. LinkedIn prospecting specifically. I don't like LinkedIn for batch and blast job posts quite as much, although it works. But go steal somebody else's editor. Don't steal mine. But go find somebody, you know, that because the people in this is, cruel to say, and I'm going to get canceled. And so I'm going to try to temper this with just a little bit of compassion. But folks that are looking for a job are probably looking for a reason. And maybe somebody's got a job might be a little bit better. So, you know, uh, extenuating circumstances aside, I've stolen, like the gal that is now my director of operations, Leandra, I had to, I had to hunt her. I found her on LinkedIn. I found the role that she was in previously. She was amazing. She wanted nothing to do with me. And I'm just persistent. And there's been a couple of people like that that we've gone out and we've gotten. Go get yourself somebody. Get after it. Yeah. Well, this has been great. We're going to leave a lot of links in the show notes here to a lot of the resources. And if you've got a better name for this strategy than digital herpes, certainly, you know, message us or leave links please in the show dear notes. God. Yeah. yeah. Go to, go to perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better and let us know what we should call this damn thing. <laughs> That's right. We're looking for ideas here. Go back and listen to previous episodes. And like I said, all resources and show notes are going to be over at perpetualtraffic.com. On behalf of my awesome co-host, Qasem Aslam, peace. Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hey guys, it's Qasem here. And... 
I'm so sorry to be the doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a bit of a wake-up call for you. We've been talking a lot about how the iOS thing has advertisers flying blind, sprinkling in the rising cost of ads and supply chain issues. I think we have a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. And the bad news is a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. The good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out even stronger. That's why it's important to focus on the things that you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, and do more testing. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. 